Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-64-84-LOU and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us today. China's aggression and intimidation aim now at America and our allies in Asia, and it's ramping up. That according to the DHS Cybersecurity Agency, Chinese-affiliated hacking groups have infiltrated critical American infrastructure, including water utilities and oil and gas pipelines and more. China's People's Liberation Army has hacked into more than 20 suppliers, major suppliers, over the past year alone. And that cybersecurity agency says it's very clear the Chinese efforts to compromise critical infrastructure is all part of a pre-positioning to be able to disrupt or destroy critical American infrastructure in the event of war. In other words, China is getting ready for war. Puppet President Joe Biden is nowhere to be found to even concern himself about the threat But does that really even matter? President Biden has always been lax in his approach to his son's business partners, the Chinese Communist Party. Let's take a listen to Joe Biden's encouragement of China over the last few years. We want to see China rise. China is not our enemy. China is a great nation, and we should hope for the continued expansion. China is not a problem. That a rising China is a positive development, not only for the people of China, but for the United States and the world as a whole. And I'm even more convinced now that a rising China is an incredibly positive development for not only China, but the United States and the rest of the world. A rising China can be a significant asset for the region and the world. In the president's own words, you heard it. He wants China to rise even at America's expense. And Marxist junkyard special counsel Jack Smith 
going to the U.S. Supreme Court, asking them to decide if President Trump has immunity from prosecution regarding his challenge to the 2020 election. Smith says in his filing that the case presents a fundamental question at the heart of our democracy, as he put it, whether a former president is absolutely immune from federal prosecution for crimes committed while in office. Interestingly, Smith didn't mention or name any alleged crimes. Smith asking the Supreme Court for an expedited ruling, it appears so that the trial scheduled to begin in Washington on March 4th can move ahead. Marxist Dem Judge Tanya Chutkin, who is to preside over that case, rejected Trump's attorney's efforts to get her decision that the immunity claim was valid. And now here is the junkyard special counsel himself asking the Supreme Court for the go-ahead. And in the House of Representatives, it's set to vote this week on two competing Pfizer reform bills, the Protect Liberty Act and the Patriot Act. One of the bills, H.R. 6570, the Protect Liberty and End Warrantless Surveillance Act, authored by Congressman Andy Biggs. He's our guest today. Andy Biggs sits on the House Judiciary Committee. He's currently leading the fight to overhaul FISA's 702 section. Congressman, great to have you with us. Big things happening in Washington, and most of America isn't aware of what's occurring. The American public is very interested in what this new Speaker of the House thinks about Section 702. Where does he stand? Well, the confusion stems, Lou, and I think you'll know this when I say this, because the watchers want to continue to be able to watch without having to get a warrant and adhere to the constitutional constraints that they're supposed to operate under. And we're trying to put that genie back in the bottle. And they've enjoyed a time being outside that bottle so long that they're, they're fighting us. They're, um, they're using misinformation and disinformation. The, thing, the other thing I would say about it, Lewis, there is... They're, they're supplying misinformation and disinformation, and that's what they do for a living. I mean, that's their job. They're used to doing that, so they're actually out there doing it. Uh, I still think we, we get my bill through the House. Um, the question is, have they damaged it enough so where before we would have gotten 300 to 320 votes, have they damaged it so where it's, it's a barely passed type of thing? I, I don't, and that I simply don't know. And the Speaker's taken, in my opinion, um, an amorphous pos- position. He has not come out forcefully enough to say there's got to be warrants. And I want to remind everybody uh, listening to us that your bill uh, on ending warrantless uh, surveillance got through the committee, was passed by the House Judiciary Committee. It was a bipartisan vote, was it not? Yes, Lou. In fact, this is so uh, it passed 35 to 2. Um, and it is, you know, you, everybody from the ACLU to um, uh, America, America First, I mean, they all support this bill. It's a bipartisan bill. It's a bicameral bill. Um, and he, he, look, Jerry Nadler is the lead co-sponsor with me. So I'm the sponsor. Jerry Nadler's the, the the co-sponsor. You've got Warren Davidson of Ohio. You've got, you've got... Um, uh, uh, Lofgren, Zoe Lofgren of California. You've got Jayapal of, of Washington. You've got Jim Jordan. I mean, you have got uh, this, this basic 
complex of conservative and uh, progressive Democrats who've come together. We all recognize that all Americans have been abused by uh, uh, the surveillance apparatus of this federal government, and we have to rein them in. And for whatever reason, you've got the intelligence, well, I told you what the reason is, but you got the intelligence community saying they, they hate our bill, and why wouldn't they? They don't want to have warrants. They don't want to have any constraints. I think you're making the, the exact point. This is about the confrontation of the public's right to know their rights as American citizens, including their privacy, versus the awesome power of the federal government and the agencies of the intelligence community and the FBI, uh, certainly, uh, to spy at will on any citizen. Uh, you, you, the bill you've sponsored is protection for the for the Constitution and the citizens. And what they want is the ability to snuff out the Constitution uh, and our rights. It's that clear cut. I don't understand the ambiguity for Speaker Johnson. As a matter of fact, it concerns me deeply uh, that he would for a moment hesitate uh, within the face of moral clarity uh, and this conflict, which side he would come down on, because this that's what this is. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I could tell you how I, what they've done to try to play him and, and, and move him to this kind of ambiguous position. And that is they've told him that without uh, if they are required to get a warrant, then, then they will not be able to catch every terrorist activity that's going on. And we will be attacked by terrorists and he will be the one who gets blamed for American deaths on American soil by radical Islamist terrorist or some other terrorist group. That's that's their selling point. Um, and if for some, it's compelling. For me, it's it's weak and bogus. It is. I'm on your side of it. And I'm uh, as as per usual. Uh, and I, I am so delighted that you've got bipartisan support for your legislation to protect the rights of American citizens. We're coming right back with Congressman Andy Biggs. Please stay with us. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back with Congressman Andy Biggs. And Congressman, I want to turn just to stay just a bit with the 702 and your legislation. Do you think there's any chance here that warrantless surveillance has already achieved its aim, that they have spied on Speaker Johnson? and have something with which to blackmail him and the others uh, in the Congress 
who really want to reauthorize a corrupt FBI and DOJ and intelligence community so that they continue to spy and abuse their power as public servants? Well, it's hard for me to, to say yes or no to that, except for to say that I've known Mike Johnson. And I don't think, to be frank with you, I don't think he has probably ever done anything that would be uh, blackmailable, extortionable. Um, uh, the others, I don't know. But with Mike Johnson, I would say that's probably not the case. I think instead they've played to the one thing that that uh, plagues Mike and, and the speaker is sometimes he's trying to he overanalyzes things and they've played that and they've now said you'll be the reason that we have this danger, Lou. And that's 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 my perception of this. It's not you know, I'm not I'm only basing it on what I know of Mike um, and, and the others. I don't know them well enough to say, uh, I mean, look, uh, we've all done stupid stuff, but I will tell you this, taking part of your, your first point, these guys have been buying private databases to build these massive databases on every American. And so it isn't, you know, so they, they say, well, you know, we're, we're just focusing on foreign people and foreign lands, but then why are you buying up these massive amounts of databases and creating these massive databases? Do you get an answer to that question? No, no, they, they, they just say, well, it's, it's for the security of the country. It's the, it's the old Ben Franklin argument, you know, uh, you know, if those who would choose security over liberty um, will have neither and will deserve neither. I'm, I'm distressed that the Speaker of the House, uh, confronted with the choice between uh, having a, uh, a sense of security because of the ability to surveil foreign citizens, uh, that he would gladly throw away the rights of Americans not to have surveillance by our own government. Uh, it is this is a, an existential moment in time. It is the I think for this uh, speaker, uh, it is one of a moral issue, a moral choice uh, that if he is uh, as he is reported to be a man of principle. Uh, morality uh, and uh, and God fearing, I can't imagine how you could take any other stand than to protect the republic and to protect the the American people at the same time uh, and take responsibility as it falls. Uh, it is the responsibility, irrespective of seven o two, for the FBI and these agencies to perform. By the way, even with it, they haven't performed magnificently, I think is a fair statement. Uh, so let's turn to now the impeachment inquiry. Where does the good speaker, uh, apparently one of the most confused people in Washington, D.C. right now, uh, what does he, what's his position on impeaching Joe Biden uh, right now? Well, I would say it's stronger toward impeachment than Mr. McCarthy's was. That's what I that's the best I can give you, Lou. I mean, here's the deal. We're doing the impeachment inquiry vote. I think we're my understanding is we're doing it this week. Um, and then from there, uh, over oversight, which I sit on that committee, we're supposed to finish up our report right. post haste, get it to the judiciary and early in January, judiciary is going to do um the requisite hearings that that through the process we're supposed to do and then um if we if we have the votes and, and quite frankly lou i don't know if, we, if we've got the votes out of judiciary just because uh, uh of of where we sit but if we have the votes 
I think it gets moved to the floor of the House uh, for the impeachment vote. We're going to take a quick break. Congressman, we'll be right back. We're talking with Congressman Andy Biggs, the sponsor of the end warrantless surveillance by the deep state. I added that part to his bill. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with Congressman Andy Biggs, and as he referenced, he is a member of the Judiciary Committee. The Judiciary Committee has a lot uh, before it. You're doing great work. You've amassed uh, incredible evidence. I, I want you, if you would, to just give us a sense of where you are and where you think the committee is, uh, because it didn't sound like there was a bipartisan issue right now for the committee. Yeah, so where I am is I think we have, between the two committees that I sit on, we have more than amply shown bribery. Um, and bribery does, is not, does not require that there be a definite uh, tit for tat or quid pro quo where Joe Biden gets a million bucks uh, in exchange for telling the uh, Ukrainians you're not getting a billion dollars unless you fire the guys, uh, you know, uh, looking into our company, into our my son's company, whatever. It, if the family is receiving benefits and Joe Biden is exchanging access or activity in exchange for that, then that's bribery. I mean, that is. I mean, you, there's 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 law on that point. He's committed bribery. He, I think he should be impeached. I think we've known that for a long time. We just have had enough. We've had trouble. So this gets to your second point about where's the committee. We've had trouble putting that, putting, getting enough votes in our committee. Look, we can't even get our committee on the Republican side to give uh, everybody on the Republican side to say Mayorkas should be impeached for Pete's sake. So both of these guys should have been impeached. But we're, we're short a little bit on the votes. I understand that's why McCarthy didn't ever want to really go there because he wants a unanimous vote. I don't blame him for wanting a unanimous vote. The Democrats are not going to help us out at all. They do not care that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family is utterly corrupt, that he was selling access, that he was leveraging U.S. taxpayer dollars to protect his son, that, that millions of dollars was going into that family and being distributed throughout the family. They just don't care. So it's up to us. And now, since they expelled George Santos from the floor. And why did they do that, by the way? Why did they do that? What was the why would the Speaker of the House call that vote uh, and not permit him 
due process, especially at a time where you have such a thin majority? The, the, the rules of the House allowed that to be brought by privilege. He's required to either, uh, he, he couldn't get the vote to sit in a committee, so he had to bring it to the floor. But what he, sh my opinion, what should have happened is the Republican leader should have, should, should have whipped against that. They should have said, no, we're going to whip against that. Please don't vote for this. But they didn't. They didn't. And in so doing now. And that is a speaker decision. That's a speaker decision, is it not? On the whipping, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So do we know, did he ever explain to the conference why he was taking what was a reckless uh, decision in the face of the slim majority and the denial of a, an individual, uh, George Santos's uh, due process? I mean, how can the Republican Party impeach people or breaking the law when they themselves won't even afford one of their own members of the conference due process? It looks awfully both... Yes. Naive and unprincipled. Right. And well, and, and I would say it's hypocritical, right? On a certain point, right? Yes. We're always talking about due process. And then here's a guy um, who didn't get due process yet, not, hasn't gone through that, and yet you're going to toss him out. Like, And then in the meantime, the guy who did get due process, which is Jamal Bowman, instead of tossing him out, you give him a, a, a do-nothing censure resolution. I mean, so these are the types of things that, that everything you and I have talked about, the 702, uh, uh, the the impeachment, the the now putting ourselves in a numerical disadvantage, uh, and then with Mr. McCarthy stepping down and retiring by the end of this year, um, leaving Congress. So what that's done is 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 Lou, we're going to have like a one or two margin seat margin effectively, and so getting that impeachment requires unanimity amongst the Republicans, and that's where being candid and truthful. We have trouble getting it out of judiciary that way. And that means that we're going to have trouble getting it off the floor that way. That's that's what I'm telling you. And I appreciate you telling us and, uh, and our audience, the American people. Uh, we're left to a question. Is, in my opinion, and as we close, uh, is Mike Johnson a, a Manchurian speaker? I, I mean, he is weak on... 702, FISA. He's weak on uh, continuing resolution. Uh, he's weak on George Santos. And I, I give me your sense. I, that's my straightforward question as we conclude. So I don't think he's a Manchurian candidate. I think we can explain it far more simply that uh, he wakes up as a conservative every day, um, but has a tough time making the decisions and the calls that would exemplify that conservative mantra. Um, I, I do not understand the notion of let's fight another day. Let's live to fight another day. At some point, you're facing an existential crisis when all the institutions are controlled by the hard left and are economically we're going off the edge. Foreign policy wise, we're we're on the ledge and teetering over, and our border is wide open with all these dangerous things. I find myself saying. You're going to have to make hard calls, hard decisions, and lead. You're going to have to do that. And I just, uh, I'm not sure that, frankly, I'm not sure that he can. Congressman, we thank you for your candor and your straightforwardness uh, and your insight and wisdom, as always. And keep up the fight. Uh, you're a, a great uh, a great representative for uh, the good people of Arizona and a great representative for how 
public service should be conducted, in my opinion, if I may say that. And we appreciate you very much. Thanks, Congressman Andy Biggs. God thank, bless you. Thank you, Lou. Thanks. God bless you and your wife as well. Take care. Thanks, everybody, for being with us here today. Our guest here tomorrow is Cornell Law Professor William Jacobson. We'll be talking about anti-Semitism on America's college and university campuses, and we'll take up the resignation of the UPenn president and what will happen to Harvard's president. She's now not only being accused of being anti-Semitic, but also plagiarizing. We'll take up where we go from here in America. Please join us each and every day for The Great America Show. Thanks, everybody. God bless you and God bless America. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.